0: Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios. This is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Petrano.
1: But 12 on Wisconsin's Morning News is everybody you know sick right now. I think everybody I know is sick, including you. You good I'm fine. You're all right? fine. Stop it. Appreciate you playing hurt. Hey, for real. Start your slide <laughs> right? Starting to slide, like, before Thanksgiving. Got worried for people who had traveled, and, you're like, ugh, you know, doing okay? And then, like, everybody came back from the holiday sick and right. recently recovering yeah, really. anyway. <laughs> Want to get a sense of what's going on, going around this morning, and in particular with kids as well.
0: Dr. Rosen, Rosen, I'm here to, to get you the record, from I... It's Dr. Rosen, right?
1: You know what that's from, right? Uh, is that Fletch? That's Fletch, Dr. Rosen. There you go. <laughs> well, not Dr. Rosen this morning. It's Dr. Richer for some expert consultation on background, Doc Richer is our kid's pediatrician, and his dad, Doctor Richer, was my pediatrician at Tosa Pediatrics, also a fellow Tosa East Red Raider. East, so I think his credentials are fairly
2: solid. <laughs> all right, Doc good Richer. Good morning. Good morning. I was just thinking, all those poor people in Las Vegas traffic have to listen to the banter of two old Tosa East guys
1: today. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will. I will tap you for your expertise as a doc. First of all, just outside of pediatrics, like what is everybody sick with right now? What is going around?
2: Well, you know, if you look at um there's a number of ways to look at what viruses are floating around and uh it's um uh, it, it is uh, a buffet, if you will, of, of illnesses right now. A um, little bit of strap and uh, a number of viruses, including COVID, just keeps sitting there going nowhere. And, uh, and then we started getting some RSV a couple weeks ago. And, um, you know, unfortunately, flu is probably on the on the tail of this here pretty soon, too. So it's a little bit of everything. And, um, you know, it's a little bit of everything when kids of all ages are stumbling in here uncomfortable.
0: And this is usually when this happens, right, around this time of year.
2: Year. Yeah, it happens. Um, just you know, you're you're t- t- two months into school, everybody's sharing drinks and snot, and and the kids are coming <laughs> home from college with whatever they got, and yeah. and they're all getting together again, and uh, that's how influenza made it into my home uh, this past weekend. Thanks.
1: Nice. Congrats uh, on that. Thank you.
2: Thank you, W. Madison, for that.
1: <laughs> and
2: um, yeah, so this is the time of year, and I think the other thing too that happens this time of year is it's kind of like that first snowfall where you're out in your car and you're like, yeah you know, I think I remember how to drive on this, but it takes you like a a few, like minutes to sort of figure it out. And this time your parents are like, man, I I think I remember it being this bad, but it can't possibly be this bad, is it? And and it just is. It's just (laughs) every cough lasts two weeks and then they pile up on one another and, and, and there you are.
1: Well, you mentioned college, and we're talking with Dr. Tim Richard at Tosa Pediatrics. Uh, both you and I have college freshmen, and uh, yours brought something home. When I was out in New York, I'll share the story, Eric. I'm, I'm texting Doc Richard because he's a friend. You know, of like, course, yeah, yeah. Hey, I come out here. I see my kid for the first time in three months. She's got a cough that won't quit. She claims she went to some clinic. They ran all this stuff. like So we had the same experience, Doc. That That is a right. thing that we have to teach our kids then when they're out of the home. Instead of coming downstairs and saying, Mom, I don't feel good, how do you take care of yourselves?
2: Right. Yeah, and all those universities have obviously healthcare services and you know, they're they're Sufficient. You know, if you're really sick, they're going to get you where you need to go. I always kind of joke with my 18 year olds when they leave, though, from the practice. I'm like, just so you know, um, you know, I was a third year med student staffing those clinics and we didn't know anything. But good (laughs) Mm -hmm. luck. Good luck to you.
0: Yeah.
1: I was that guy. I don't know. Here's some
0: antibiotics. Well, at my house, I feel like I've seen the virus actually climb from one person to the next. Like, it's gone through all of us really quickly in a matter of just a couple of days. But, like, so the coldies medicine doc it says like it'll shorten a cold by 42 percent or something like that can i take these little coldies zinc lozenges will that be what can shorten a cold for real
2: on um, if it were that easy like we would like we would never have to have this conversation right i mean everybody would just take zinc because that's what people have done since the beginning of time so unfortunately no um you know there are there's really nothing that shortens the course of of the actual infection your body just has to has to deal with it, and we all deal with it a little differently. Some of us get fever, some of us don't. Some of us have shortness of breath, some of us don't. And um, but if it was were, were as easy as just um, you know slamming the zinc, um, you know we would all we would all do it. So um, is it good to have a good diet and a well you know well rounded diet and stay healthy and, and do what you can for your immune system overall, of course. But unfortunately, um, your body just has to work work through things.
0: What if you right? go it's the opposite way? It. What if you go dive in head first to get sick, and then will it get done quicker? Then can you? Well, <laughs> no. I <laughs> sick right now.
2: You know, I, I kind of I had a family in the other day. They're like, "You're not wearing a mask." I'm like, "You know what? I, I'm just, let's just let this rip." You know, I, I give me give me four viruses at once, and let's let's get on with this. Let's get on with winter. Let's 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 move on. You know, every once in a while, you, you know, you catch a little sputum in the eye. I'm not signing up for that, but <clears throat> you know, there's something to be said for <laughs> just getting it over with, right?
1: Hey, Well, on that point too, Doc. You, you know, we. <clears throat> I wonder where you stand on the the immune systems being depressed, particularly in kids, because we were so careful with them during COVID. There was the mask wearing, and there was isolation and distancing, and all of these things. And there, at least, is a theory floating around out there that what we did was then, over the course of a couple of years or so during the height of COVID, you know, could cause our immune systems to to not be as robust and to not be as as in shape, if you will, as they normally are. Any any truth to that, as as you see it?
2: Yeah. I'm going to say no and yes. So, no, like everybody's immune system is, is poised, ready to work. You know, whether you're in a closet for two years or not, it's there. It's ready to work. It's not like we weaken it by not keeping it, you know, by not keeping it busy. But that being said, there's something to keeping it busy. Like every time you have an illness, you're building up memory and you're building up some um, – uh you know uh, some experience with with that particular virus which is one less that you're going to get um, you know in the future so essentially what we did is well, just like school and activities and everything, we just robbed the kids of, of, of experience, you know, illness experience, you know, in a way. Nothing wrong with your immune systems. And, you know, when we came out of COVID and we took off masks and whatnot, we were we were slammed with weird viruses at weird times of year, RSV in the middle of summer. It was so strange. I just read an article yesterday. China is in, 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 going through that right now because they delayed their, their um, masking and all their other policies far longer than we did. And so they're getting pummeled, you know, a year later. And it's just because nobody, you know, everybody lost two years of viral experience and everybody's just getting sick at the same time again. So there's nothing wrong with people's immune systems. It's just that you, you, you robbed them of a year of illness experience.
1: Pay, pay me now or pay me later, right? Right. Yeah, right. But you're going to pay
2: it, you're, me. You're, you're exa- exactly. Yeah, and at weird times a year.
0: Is there uh, a food no. we should be eating? <laughs> is, there, is there one or two? Eric is looking for an easy solution to you know, human you know, illness. North. Cantaloupe? Is that what you? Said? No,
2: no, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> Just eat well. Just eat Pop-Tarts. No, Pop-Tarts
1: well. at McDonald's. Got Please it. see earlier conversation from this program. Great. Hey, a- another thing on COVID, and I'll admit a bad dad moment here, Tim, which you you kind of know about. <laughs> My kids were all in to see you in fall, as they as they always are. Doc, I can't even remember. Did you did you give them the COVID vaccine or didn't you? And the kind of what are you telling families? Because I, you know, I trust you fully. I literally put the lives of my children in your hands. So if you said get it, I would get it. If you said don't give it to them, I wouldn't. So where are you at, and what are you telling families about that?
2: Yeah, I'm not sure. I have a signed release from you, any allowing me to divulge the information, medical information.
1: Okay, so as just as in general, oh, that guy yeah. that you know, children. Sure okay, yeah. Yeah, they did. So here's
2: here's what I say. You know, COVID, when you look at, and I'm mainly interested in under 18-year-olds and what happens, you know, to them. And, you know, when you look at how many um, under 18-year-olds flu flu will kill every year, it can run around 100, let's just say. And um, if you look at how many under 18-year-olds COVID has killed over the last three years, it's, it's, it's about 300 a year, give or take. So, um, I don't think it's gonna be that way forever because everybody got COVID at once and um, there's just such a gigantic burden of it. So what I'm telling patients, I don't know for sure, I don't think anybody does, but I think over time you're gonna see that COVID number sort of, you know, death rate kind of, which at the end of the day is what we all really care about. I mean, there's some other not so great things that can happen long-term, but really, I just wanna stay alive. So I think you're gonna see that number, that annual rate kind of march down and probably get close to flu is kind of my guess. And so I kind of tell families, hey, if if, if you value, value the, the flu vaccine and it's shortening the course of your illness, if you do get it and keeping you out of the hospital and, and keeping you alive, you should probably value. Then you probably should be valuing COVID because it's it's going to be kind of the same the same thing, you know. So that's my recommendation. Um, we I, I give it to my children. Uh, I probably give it to your children. Um, I got the new one. Um, and it's going to be like flu every year. It's just going to be a new one. Um, we don't really talk about primary series of boosters anymore. It's just, you know, every year you're going to need flu and you're going to need COVID if you're the type of person that, you know, likes the the dice to roll in your favor.
1: Uh, two quick follows on that too, Doc. Uh, one got a question on our text line. Folks wondering, should we be masking again? I'll let you handle that one first. And then secondly, on the COVID vaccine, have you seen any patients who have struggled or had, you know, uh, bad consequences that, that you believe are connected to the vaccine?
2: Yeah, let me answer that one first. Um, I have to say no, surprisingly no. You know, when, when they first released Moderna, um, some studies were showing that like 10% of the kids were going to get fever, or 10 to 20% were going to get fever. I'm like, we're going to have a zillion calls from moms and, and dads and uh, and parents and guardians who – are worried about them getting a fever just from getting the Moderna shot and I have to say that um, we hardly saw any fever so I don't know if there was just if there's something different about the test population or any here in you know southeast Wisconsin or what but we just did not see it and as far as um, some of those um, weird um, anti those weird inflammatory processes that can happen um, we haven't seen that either and obviously we're a small you know n here at, at, at tosipedes, but I was bracing myself for a lot more so We have not seen that, and we've given thousands, you know, of of COVID shots at this point. Um, With the masking, I think that's like a super personal decision, you know, decision, and I think, you know, we all just have to respect people's decisions. You don't know what that person next to you is wearing a mask. You don't really know what they're walking around with, you know, if they're immunocompromised or have horrible asthma or a family member has cancer or, you know, you just just don't know. And our... um, reasoning for using masks to begin with was based on not COVID experience because we had none. It was based on influenza and other viral experience for which it's been shown to really be helpful and reduce disease. So, um, you know, like like we said earlier, all a lot of people didn't get sick during COVID. Well, we were masking and we weren't protecting just against COVID. We were protecting against any number of viruses, especially um, influenza. So I think if um, it's a personal decision and, um you know, and if you consider yourself at risk and want to wear one, I think you should unapologetically wear one. And, and those who don't choose to wear one, you know, hopefully they take a second to not think of them as belonging to a particular uh, political party or whatever and, and, and respect that decision because we just don't know what our, you know, what our neighbors are, are, are hauling around.
1: Well, we've had some, too, who are wearing it to protect others because they are recently yeah. getting over something right. or right. whatever. Exactly. Talking with uh, Dr. Tim Richard of Tosa Pediatrics. Hey, yeah.
0: right, so before we let you go, Doc, i got to ask. So you knew Vince as a as a kid. So yes. did he do the impersonations back then, or did he recite full movie scenes to you? Did he golf all the time? Did he complain about his <laughs> knee? Like, wh- what about him? <laughs> are you not surprised? at am looking no. for dirt here, T. Go ahead. I
2: mean, it's that is, um, Boy, um... I don't think this segment has enough time to get into um, <laughs> gotta get all to that. Got to get to I don't know. All that, but I'd love to come back on and pick away at each and every one of those. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, what questions?
1: Uh, Tim, actually, yeah, wait. I was, I was, Tim was, what, you were two years ahead of me, right? So you right. Were 90? All right, I was 92. Yeah. I was actually Penny closer to 90. a fan, by
2: mm-hmm. the way. I was a uh, huge bench warmer. And I think I'm the only guy in the history of Toast East to actually appear in the varsity basketball photo, having not made the team two years (laughs) in a row. Wow, (laughs) this is absolutely somebody fact check me on that, but I'm almost certain. So I was the guy who went in with 20 seconds left after you know some of the other guys put up their 40. um, So the college (laughs) people would look at him, and Vinny would just he'd go crazy. Oh, love Vinny. Let's get him in in the you know in the newspaper. um, (laughs) Absolutely. So yeah, well.
1: My, my one that. touchdown Support. in high school also stands in, in distinction along with your record as well. So <laughs> we, we share that. Thanks, Tim. I, I sure good appreciate stuff. it. Awesome. And I uh, hope you stay healthy and appreciate all the work you do keeping our kids I healthy as well. you
2: guys too. So uh, keep up the good work, guys. Thank you.
1: Dr. Tim Richer of Tosa Pediatrics, 825 <laughs> on Wisconsin's Morning News. Okay, Stop.